everybody and welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by 120 Power Star Rating. I'm your host Drew Agnew and the doors to episode 212 are open. This week on the show we're going to be talking about 2021, having a look back at Nintendo's games they released on the Switch, as well as a look forward to 2022. And joining me, as always, is Bross DeWitt. Bross, it's good hey. to be back in the podcast chair. Yeah, we're back. Well, the podcast chair. We're, in a, we're on a couch. We're on a couch. i got a bit of a different setup. Yeah, so yeah. you have like a really fancy and really admirable desk setup, actually, that is that is really clean. I'm very and happy with it, yes. if We can we can literally just plop this table anywhere mm. and we can just record from wherever we want. This is actually stupidly comfortable right now. Yeah, we're in, we're in my lounge room, <sighs> so it might be a bit... A bit more echoey. I'm not sure how the audio turned out. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's not going to like it's going to be no. awful to listen to, but it might be a bit more of an extra echo over there. I'm waiting for a window to go into my current spare room, so I've been kicked out. All my shit is all over the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the nursery has its new window in, so that's the most most important thing. That is good. We've got a bit to plonk our kid when it comes here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so really much looking forward to that and. Yes, it's just, it's nice to be here with you again and sort of touch base with, you know, our audience again. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, so I just want to, you know, first of all, apologise for the, such the such a long gap between episodes, but it was much needed. There wasn't, uh, there's no way I'm going to come in here and be like, what's up everybody or whatever the hell. It's not going to, wasn't going to happen, wasn't in the mood. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, for the most part, I didn't really care about games, you know, for a long time. I had other things on my mind. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like it's it's been a it's a preparation time for a lot of things. It's also like a reflection time for a lot of things that we've done uh, for the last five years, you know. And I think like as far as things go, this this break is like the first time we've ever had sort of a hiatus out of nowhere mm. and sort of just just to sort of work on ourselves and sort of have some time. And yeah. I think that's kind of important. And especially after the amount of time we've been doing it, I think it was just time. Um, I, yeah, didn't really need to make a big big deal about it. It was just sort of it. We'll just go come back when <laughs> we're okay. Yeah. Goes out. Yeah, I guess for those that don't know, um, I put an update up about two weeks ago. Oh, mm. Two months ago, sorry. Wasn't, wasn't quite that short. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, this time of year is just a really busy time of year for the both of us, and yeah. we had an unfortunate accident with our well, with my dog, yeah. which uh, put me in a shit place for a bit, <coughs> which I'm yeah. sure most people can relate to. Which is terrible. A pet, so yeah, yes, yes. But now I've really been missing doing this. Yeah, yeah. By all means, yeah. It's just like um, it was. It was really sort of picking the time to make sure that we were good to go with it again, and you know. It, by all means, it didn't mean that we'd lost interest or passion for it. I think it's just when you when you want to put out a product and you want it to be quality, and you're only feeling half full, you you don't really want to do it. Yeah, yeah. You want to put your you want to put your heart into it. Yeah, your best step forward. Yeah, mm. like as much as as much as I'd like to say, oh, you know, we've been consistent. You know, all the time. Like the the reality is, is that at least I have never been consistent, and like there's always been some <laughs> bullshit happening with me. Um, but you know, in this scenario, it was just, we both kind of had things we had to do and prioritize first and yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So, you know, I, uh, I checked the uh, Apple podcast reviews before we recorded here mm-hmm. and I wanted to just see what's going on. We haven't done anything for a little bit and we got one 
review, Bryce, but not too impressed with this one. Not too impressed with this one, and I've got a bit of a bit of a something I want to say about it. So it's a it's a four star it's a four star review, oh. Bryce. Four stars, not five. That's fucking bullshit. Now we're down to four point nine no. on, on Chartable, which is just heartbreak. I don't know. I might just, we might got another <laughs> hey Itis after this. Hey Itis. Hey Itis. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what I mean. I can't talk apparently. It's been a while since I've talked. I haven't oh, talked since oh, last dear. episode. Oh no. So, so this is what uh, really gets my uh, my guts in a, in a stew about this, Bryce. So the title is nice, and in all caps, they say, "What about Sonic?" And uh, I tell you what, Bryce. Um, about Sonic. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So, what about Sonic? Sonic, like, I want this clipped and put into a Sonic fan group somewhere. Sonic is a failure of a character. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, here at the House of Mario, we grew up on Nintendo, but as far as uh, Sega goes... Uh, Look, mate, watch what you're saying, because this guy might decide to change it to a one-star review. That's right. But yeah, uh, he asked, what about Sonic? And, you know, what about Sonic? That's that's all I've got to say. Yeah. Just fuck Sonic. That being said, the, the second movie trailer came out and it looks really good. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they're asking. Like, what about the Sonic uh, 2 movie trailer? What about the Sonic 2 <laughs> movie trailer? Who said I needed your power? Bam. <laughs> Yeah, it actually looks a lot more like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, that movie. Like the first one was very much like, oh, Sonic's in the real world. It's like, what? Well, that's a bit weird. But now it's like actually sort of evolving. Eggman looks a lot more like Eggman. Like yeah. Eggman. Which is good. Tails is there. I did see the uh, like the Photoshop of what the second Sonic movie could look like if they used like the original model of Sonic. <laughs> yeah. And Tails looked like he was out of some... <laughs> the fucking nightmare feel. Yeah, look at... I would have actually really liked to see that. Uh, Maybe on Newgrounds or something. Maybe not in the cinema. I hope one day they do just like a 10 minute cut of like old footage. What it was, yeah. Of of what, yeah, using the old thing. Oh my God. I'm so glad that they they turned it around and actually did it properly. Mm. But no, the second movie trailer looks really good. So, I mean, uh, what about Sonic? Um, Here's here's your Sonic update. The movie trailer looked cool. Yep, there you go. Yep, so that's your Sonic section for the House of Mario today. And we will talk about it, uh, you know, this year sometime. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, we've already talked about it and we're like, oh, we're going to have to pull. And Evie does want to go. She does want to go watch it. Fantastic. We've got an excuse. We've got so a child we've to got take. A, we've got a child to take to the movie. So we are in. Mom, we are ready to go. Mom will be far too young. So thank <laughs> yeah. God Bryce has some older ones. Just like, oh, come on, little Biff. You want to <laughs> You want to come to the Sonic movie? Yeah, <laughs> so... I don't know. I, I'm not actually angry. Uh, so thank you very much, Easter Bunny 284, for that Apple podcast review. Oh, Easter Bunny 284. <laughs> Brilliant. They are from Australia also. So beautiful. Much respect. Uh, maybe just bump it up to a five star rating, though, because, you know, why not? We address Sonic. The movie looks good. We'll go and watch it. That's uh, <laughs> as far as the games go. So change your review. <laughs> yeah, so change it. Change it. For goodness sakes. Yeah. So yeah, beauty, beauty. All right, let's move into some guru, guru geeky. I can't speak. I'm, I'm sweating in this couch next to you. I'm, I think I'm just nervous next nervous, to Bryce again. Nervous. Mm, I am it, pretty intimidating. Because <laughs> that's one thing about not doing the podcast for a while. We haven't seen each other that much. Well, Re- that's right. Yeah, because we've both been busy. Both been working. It's both been like we. Realistically, we're not even that far from each other. But no, not. it's like <laughs> times. Times all of a sudden don't line up and sort of stuff like that. And that was like another thing as well. It's just like when are we going to be able to do the fucking podcast in the situation we're in? And then we're just like, don't push it. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, yeah, a guru geek out. Guru geek out. So the first one is another movie which I went and saw. So Spider Man No Way Home. I absolutely loved it. I can't really say anything about it because it's just uh, you know filled to the brim of spoilers. 
mm-hmm. as far as like the mm-hmm. reasons why I liked it. Mm. Um, but absolutely phenomenal. Big Spider-Man fan. Wicked. I'm glad I saw it before COVID went the shit again yeah. down here in South Australia. Yeah. Um, so, don't know. I, you want to go and watch it? Are you still going to go and see it or what's the, the yeah, plan yeah. as far as this movie goes? I probably will. Um, we'll just see what happens in the next few weeks though. Yeah. I think like with, with the COVID stuff, and for those for those of you who aren't quite caught up with maybe South Australian news, I suppose. <laughs> Everyone, you got to well, stay no, because in the loop. South, South Australian news, not many people actually talk about it in yeah, other states, right? It's, it's not one of those things. It's always about New South Wales or Queensland. Um, but like in South Australia, we're at 2,000 cases a day at the moment. Per capita, we're doing worse than Victoria. It is actually really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you want to like make a ratio between actual population and cases, we are currently um, not as bad as New South Wales, definitely not, but we are failing pretty tremendously. And obviously this is like the first time the state's ever really dealt with COVID um, and we're all sort of like holding out and hoping that our health system won't fail because our health system is really not as good as it is, as it is in other states. So we kind of just got to hope and pray, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll, so you'll see when you're going to go and watch Spider-Man. Definitely, well, that, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, you definitely love it when you see it, though. Yeah, yeah. Like I think the most important thing first is staying safe. But I mean, if I can go and see it in the movie, I definitely want to go see it in the movie. It's what it is. If I can, I can. If I can't, I can't. Hmm. We'll just see. Yeah. So, really liked it. Been listening to a lot of spoiler casts. Yep. Been loving it. Yes. Loving it. Yes. Beauty. Have you been saying anything or you've been uh, playing a lot of Final Fantasy, <laughs> nah. haven't you? Yeah, so that's, that, that's my guru geek out. See, even if we were podcasting, you probably still wouldn't rock up because you would be putting too many hours into that. <laughs> I'm still putting a shit ton of hours into it. Okay, so um, it uh, after a few delays actually and a, and a bunch of push pushing back, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen released its conclusive expansion to the current story. So it's not finished entirely it will uh, continue in with a new story after this one but uh, a 10-year story has just finished and I uh, had some time off work and I played through it and I've been playing it like daily daily like pretty hard um, but uh, it, I come to the conclusion of the of the story I think it was like on my fourth day in um, and there was a lot of a lot of laughs, a lot of tears, a lot of memories sort of shared with people that I've played the game with for a long time, uh, and also just a lot a lot of parallels, I guess, in the story that um, it was really really well thought out, actually, in terms of like um, I guess themes of like despair and you know feelings of hopelessness and stuff like that and overcoming it and it was like just a really good way to top off like pretty much everything that sort of um come full circle from all the way back and you know when it started like 10 odd years ago um so i guess just the journey that i've had with the game is probably unlike any other that i'll ever have again it, it, it's definitely um, one of it's one of the best Final Fantasy stories out there. I'd argue it's like, you know, a lot of people talk about Final Fantasy and they're like Final Fantasy Nine is the best, Final Fantasy Seven is the best, and like I can definitely. Whoa, you okay in there? <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. Um, but uh, you know, I think that this this one personally is probably it's it's really fighting for top spot in terms of Final Fantasy stories. Like, personally, my favourite Final Fantasy story is 4. 
I love Final Fantasy IV. Everything about Final Fantasy IV. Um, it's always been my favourite. Uh, then followed by three, uh, I would say. But, yeah, without going too far into detail, I suppose. It, it is just... I think it. I think it's very much a 100% top contender. And if my words don't convince enough how good it is, I suppose you'd only have to look at my playtime in Endwalker since it released. <laughs> I think my playtime in Endwalker is about 300 plus. Hours. 300 now. I think so. So I was talking to you a couple of days ago. You said 200. Did you put 100 hours? In I, I, I re no. I rethought. I rethought about it. <laughs> I have. I like in in the first few weeks alone. I was I was playing so much a day. I was playing so much. It was like. In the first couple of weeks, I would have easily done 120 to 150. Wow. Mm. I'm impressed. It's been, yeah, it's been about a month. Uh, so I could be, I could be nearly 300. Mm. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, I guess, I guess the reason it's my Guru Geek Out is not so much because it's the new thing that was exciting to play and I was so hyped for it or anything, but it was the end of a long, uh, a long journey that, um, I shared with a huge community and made plenty of friends along the way that I'll have for a lifetime. And it, while it's not the end for the game and that they've already started planning out the next 10 years, uh, it's definitely been one of the strongest journeys I've ever had. So, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Because you've been waiting for that expansion like oh. all year, really excited for it. Their release schedule is usually in August. It got delayed to November and then delayed an extra two weeks to December. Mm. So, yeah, long yeah. time. So I'm glad the wait was worth it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, always, uh, you're always saying about it. And it, it does pique my interest to give this game a go. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, growing up on the farm, not having internet, I just... Online gaming is not ingrained in me like it is no, with it's you. Not, yeah. Like I always used to go to your place and you're like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm playing RuneScape or, you know, you're always interacting online whether it's Call of Duty or whatever. Yeah. And I really wish I had that like more ingrained in me where it's just like, I just don't think about it. But the, the trick is, the trick is when it comes to something like that is finding something that clicks. And yeah, that's right. Cause it, <laughs> that's not, that's not easy for everybody. But like, I think with, with this game and me, it, it's, Definitely the one that's caused the most social, the most social interactions to stick. Mm. So, like I've known a lot of people uh, in the game for the entire time I've been playing it, and I've always kept up with them, always checked in, always said g'day, how you going? And I'm not talking like, <laughs> oh, I have like two or three friends in this game I play. I'm talking like I've got you know twenty to thirty people that I socially interact with that I still say hello to, and. Stuff like that. Like, it's not a small amount of people. It is It is quite a big amount of people. Yeah, so that's like, there's a lot more reason to turn on the game just to talk to people, let alone yeah, do story modes or and like do it, some quests. In Especially in, like, the last two years, how great of an example has it been that you can yeah. you can be isolated but still not be alone, mm. right? And that's what, it's, that's what it's been about. And I think that's kind of, like, the most important thing about it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a magical journey with a lot of lovely people that I know. Um, the people that uh, do listen to the podcast from time to, know, time to time because I know that there's some of you that have popped in and listened to it before. You know exactly who you are. Um, thank you so much for the journey. And I'll see you in game. Yeah. Beautiful. See you in PvP. <laughs> going to kick your not ass. A, not the game's strong point, I'll tell you that much, but, but I'm still having fun. <laughs> Yeah, is there PvP? There is, but it's 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 considered pretty 
uh, meh in terms of like compared to World of Warcraft, which is much more ba- uh, not even balanced, but it's it's just better in PvP. But um, <clears throat> even though the PvP is not as good as it is in World of Warcraft or whatever, I've been playing my roulette once a day and playing doing my daily challenges and stuff. It's been good. Yeah. 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 Fun. Very cool. Yeah. All right, and we've got one last Guru Geek out, which is a, we're going to highlight a member from our Discord community. Mm. So Amelia re- re- recently went through a, a transition from male to female and just want to highlight that because it's, you know, it is a very tough thing to do for someone, especially in high school. Yeah. I, yeah. Could, I, could, I, you know, I know how I felt in high school. Yeah. Whereas like you don't know what's going on or whatever with, uh, <laughs> with just, I don't know, even basic sort of social um, things you're going through. Yeah, that's right. And um, I mean, like, uh, Amelia, or as people know Amelia as, Undead in the Discord, um, made a post and it was very open and, uh, you know, in, in that in that state as well, like, obviously, it's a very brave thing to do. Uh, it's a very vulnerable time for most people who are going through that kind of thing. And I'm glad that she chose to share that with us. And, yeah, I'm very happy. So uh, thank you. Um, for sharing it with us, Amelia, and we hope that uh, the journey will be as smooth as it can possibly get. Yeah, because I can, I can imagine for like you know parents and friends or whatever. Like it is a it is a big change, and hopefully mm-hmm. they just try their best to yeah understand it and yeah that's right embrace embrace uh, the person you want to be. Mm. And at the House of Mario, we're obviously always been all inclusive. So it is very important to us that uh, you feel uh, happy and safe in this community and um, we'll ensure it stays that way. Yeah. Because like I know in the past, say, we, we've had like like disagreements and I think uh, Amelia sort of took it in the in the way that we, we don't like them or whatever or no, we're, yeah. we're angry with them. And Which is not true. I I wanted to address that on the show too because you know that's definitely not the case. Yeah. Um. You know, people that we love, even Bryce and I. Yeah. You know, even like me and Chantelle or whatever, we have we have discussions and we don't have to see eye to eye all the time. No, that's and right. That yeah. can happen online too, but I understand when it's just online and you're mainly interacting through text and stuff. Yeah. A lot of it can be in your own head as well, and I'm I'm not <coughs> saying that like you know it's a. Uh, yeah, her problem, but I'm saying that I do that. You do that. You definitely. I do, do that. that to. I definitely do that to a fault. So, yeah. like, you know, friends of mine, like in the podcast community, or whatever, I'm like, oh, you know, they, I've done something wrong. They don't like me. You yeah, know, that's right. There's something wrong, but I think, uh, you know, 95 percent of the time, that's not the case. Yeah, but maybe it is somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the reality is just, you know, sometimes things aren't what they seem. It's yeah. just kind of what it is. Yeah, because over 2020, I you know, stopped talking to a lot of people on a more frequent um, sort of uh, basis. Yeah. And, you know, I want to correct that next year. Yeah, I'd love to. Sort of, yeah, talk to more of our friends again because I think we just sort of went silent because there, there was a bit of stuff in our, you know, friend circle that, you know, yeah. went, went the shit. Yeah, um, But I don't think we had much to do with that, but... No, but it, it did. it did sort of... I guess I, I guess any any sort of thing like that is going to create a rift of some kind, right? And I think like we have always tried to remain away from that kind of thing because it's more of a space we go to for positiveness, not you know negative things. And of course, yeah, you know, so we kind of just try to stay out of it as much as we can. And uh, you know, the the situations we've been through, it's it sucks, but we don't. 
we don't hold anything to, against anyone or whatever. We just want to be friends with people and just, yeah, enjoy our time through our community that we've been involved in and stuff like that. And I think that is, and I think we, I speak for the both of us when I say that. Yeah, I think it's just what we want. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, We just want to be friends with people, man. That's what it is. I'm not uh, interested in going too much further into it. Yeah, because uh, Amelia posted a couple of times, like, hey, I still feel, you know, yeah, a, a bit uh, isolated about that incident. So, no, don't worry about it. No, yeah. If you're, li- if you're right. listening to this, you know. Yeah. Definitely um, no hard feelings. It was a very... Uh, we all go a very th- simple thing, especially yeah. especially when we were that young too. Like we were, we were the same. Oh, trust me. Well, Bryce and I were talking about oh this the God. other day. Every now and again, when I go on Facebook, I I don't post statuses on Facebook. So every no. time it wants to remind me of a memory or something, it's from 2012, like oh, 2012, my last year at high school. So it was all before then. And every now and again, I'm like posting something like, oh. Hey guys, I want to change my Xbox Live, <laughs> my Xbox Live uh, gamer tag. Uh, what should I change it to? Should I change it to XXX this this? And I was like, oh my god, that's so cringe. Or I say something which is trying yeah. to be trying to be witty and funny, which is just and it's not cringe. And oh. you're like, uh, nah, see you later. Yep. Yeah. I, every day I see it now, and I'm just like, all right, what's on my memories today, so I can delete some. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah. And there's just like all these, all like even even like going into darker things, like with like depression and shit like that, and me posting my feelings online. I'm like, man, no, that doesn't need to be in the public eye. <laughs> See you later, you know. Mm-hmm. Like with me feeling depressed or what have you, or like oh, fuck my life. And like, and I'm like, <laughs> man, no, no, no. Yeah, you know. And it is, it is just what it is. We've all been through it, and we all sort of have used online before is like an outlet and like i think it can be healthy in the right situations but there's definitely situations where you're just like you know whatever but i think uh growing up as a kid online i've just learned that everybody goes through it and um you know it's it's important to know that uh it's like what you said before it's it's definitely not as bad as it actually seems and most of most of the way you feel is is definitely probably um, just the way you're currently feeling, and not the way other people are feeling. So, if if you have any if you have any uh, grievances with us, anybody, it doesn't matter who it is. Trust me. Um, well, it might matter who it is. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, it, yeah, I it, it's it's best you just like bring it up with us, and we'll just sort of address it, and we'll we'll be completely honest. Honestly, that that is the main important thing. Is honesty is one hundred percent the best policy, and. I don't believe in sort of like being like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, we're cool. And then just being behind everybody's back, just being like, fucking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, um, not, I'm not into it. That happens at my work a lot. Yeah, that's right. And I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty sick of it. I'm glad it's uh, holidays. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's nice to get away f- from some of that stuff. You don't want to deal with it. Like, yeah. And that's not the way I, I want to treat people. Like if I was, if I was running a freaking hotel or something down here, or I was like, running a shearing business to use our own personal whatever. I just wouldn't stand for that shit because it just causes like huge gaps between people. And especially in like environments like that too, you want everybody to get along, you mm-hmm. know, because yeah. it, it makes people work together better. Yeah. So it'd be no, there'd be no gaps for that shit. So even though I'm not like, <laughs> even though I'm not like a proprietor of a building or the head of a shearing company, like I, and I just don't want it in my own communities. So I'll be honest 100% of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Our Mario is open to everyone. We say that every episode. Yep. And uh, we want to keep it that way. Absolutely. 
So yeah, Amelia, she uh, did. Um, uh, she did send me a link to a GoFundMe that she started. Yeah. So just want to ho- highlight that as well. If anyone wants to check it out or um, whatever, it would be in the House Mario Discord mm-hmm. in the general section. I'll post that um, the uh, the day this episode goes live on the first yep. of the 2022. Yes. See, go check that out if you if you like the like to see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe lend some support. Yep. Lend some. No support. pressure though, of course. Of course, absolutely. But it is there. Fantastic. All right, bros, let's talk about some Nintendo. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. Yeah. yeah. So this episode, we're going to have a look back at 2021, see uh, what's what the releases were, some games we really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think towards the end of the year, it fell off a little bit for me. And I think Bryce put 300 hours to Final Fantasy, so he might not have played too much. I've, no, I've played a fair bit. I've played a fair bit on this list, realistically. Mm-hmm. Um, I have too until... I caught up. I caught up with Pokemon uh, with the holidays now, but I haven't um, touched yeah. a couple of other ones. I do. Um, I. I. Will, there is a decent amount here that I'd. I'd like to talk about, but I'm going to try and keep it as short as possible too, because yeah. there is. There is like a lot that I have realistically played this year. So we'll go through some of them. Um, we'll go through the list here just to remind people that it happened. If you know, if I forgot, but we don't have something to say on every single one. Well, I mean, yeah, we can. We can go through the list quickly, say something, and then sort of move on. That's. That's all that really needs to be done. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So at the very start, this is probably one of the one of my favorites, which was a re-release of a Wii U title. So Super Mario <laughs> 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Bowser's Fury was cool, man. Yeah, I really liked it. It's really good, and it was really nice to play um, 3D World again because on Wii U, I always I always thought that I enjoyed Land better. Yeah, I think it might have been a time and place situation with the 3DS in 2011 at school, and you're a portable player. You yeah, like, that too. You like portability, which has made obviously made this a bit better because now it's portable. Mm. And I think such a huge difference with this re-release too is they actually improved, the, oh, sorry, um, increased the speed of Mario and the rest of the characters in the game too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which just made such a difference. Mm. Like you're not necessarily noticing it or like, oh, wow, Mario's so fast. But sort of when you um, play it, yeah, you do notice it. Yeah, that's so right. I really enjoyed it. I went through 100% of it. I didn't. Well, not quite. I didn't go through with all the characters, yeah. um, but I got all the star, all the stars and the green stars. stamps. Yeah. yeah, I haven't, I haven't gone that far myself. Um, I do think um, it is definitely the definitive version of the game. Bowser's Fury is really good. It's mm. really good. Um, I'm not for people that know me, and especially through this podcast, they know that 3D World isn't my favorite fucking Mario game ever. But um, you know what? Um, it, it was okay to revisit it. I haven't, I haven't even finished it, but. It, it is what it is, you know. Like, I, I knew that it would be a slow burn. I don't really need to complete it, like, straight away. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, no, I had fun. Um, the next was Bravely Default 2. Um, did you, you pick that one up? It is something that I have yet to pick up, and I'm a big fan of Bravely Default. I just don't think I've had enough time to sink into an RPG like that, I guess. It's just not been my year for it. Like yeah. the only RPG I've literally played is the one I talked and gushed about. Yeah, because you really enjoyed it on 3DS, um, Bravely Default. Shit, yeah, one. absolutely. Yeah. Fucking brilliant game. Both the Bravely Default games are really good games. Like the concept of Bravely, Bravely Default in its own is a brilliant concept. Um, but unfortunately, it's just like, it's one of those things I've not felt a need for this year. And that's like, you know, really different to me, honestly, because I don't mind having like a good big RPG. Like even even Pokemon this year, like 
getting right down to the end of the year this year, I bought Brilliant Diamond like a week after release and I've not fucking touched it since. Mm. I've, I've put like f- four hours into it. Um, but yeah, so I, no, neither of us played Bravely Default 2. I don't want to do it though. I've heard it's pretty all right, but yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise though, this was big for me. I've played a shit ton of this and it's getting an expansion this year coming up. Sunbreak. Yeah, so you're looking forward to that one? Yeah, shit, yeah. So mm. I'm, I'm still not 100% caught up with uh, the free content in Rise because I'm like, I hit a brick wall when uh, before content started releasing for it. So I was just like, uh, yeah, yeah. But mm. um, it is a fucking good Monster Hunter game. It's a really, really good Monster Hunter game. So um, personal rev- review from somebody that's played 80 to 100 hours of that game. Yeah, <laughs> play it. Play it. Like... Um, if you played Worlds, you're really going to love this. It's pretty much just an improvement on Worlds. Uh, it's less prettier, obviously, but there's also the PC release, which is coming out this month, coming up, I think, January. So check out the PC release if you want uh, like 4K, high-definition textures, like all that stuff, and you really want it to look pretty, you can get it on PC. But uh, it's a really good companion Switch title like mm-hmm. to take with you and just do like a quick 10-minute ten, ten hunt, get some materials... Put yeah. it into sleep mode. It was a gr- fantastic year for Monster Hunter. Like Monster Hunter Stories 2 was awesome as well. Yeah. It's a little bit of a shame just technically on the Switch. The frame rate is just, it's at the point where it's so noticeable and it sort of gives me a bit of a headache playing it, which yeah. is a shame because it's stunning. Like you yeah, know, It's a nice game. Yeah. yeah. The, the PC release you know, alleviates that problem. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Monster Hunter 2 is very, you know, you can compare it to Pokemon in some way. So it's, it's just at home on that portable system. Yeah. That's where I enjoyed playing it because I gave the demo a go and the demo uh, transfers it saved to the full version. And after playing, I'm like, man, this was awesome. And I didn't get all the way through the game, but playing it on, on switch was a lot of fun. I couldn't play it for too long because of the frame rate. Like it honestly did play off my head a lot, but like I went and bought the uh, Rathalos Amiibo and all that. It's funny because I, I only got it because I think I was. I think I forgot my credit card number, and I had it saved in EB Games' website. So I just went to like a checkout for a random, a random cheap thing. I was like, "Oh yeah, there's an Amiibo. Uh, you know, what's my credit card?" And you just go to the the checkout screen. But it didn't take me to the checkout screen. It just like, took me straight there. I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, oh, I might want it. I can cancel it, whatever. And um, I thought it was a uh, one of the other characters. I thought it was like the female characters uh, Amiibo. I'm like. Oh, I don't really want that one, but whatever. But turns out it was the Rathalos Amiibo. <laughs> I'm like, you nice. know, future or well, past Drew's fuck up turned into a somewhat expensive Amiibo purchase, which I was uh, quite happy about. But so, yeah, so it's, it's like a right. forty, it's like it's like a thirty-eight dollar Amiibo. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was nice and big. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, next up, we got Pokemon Snap. Um, yeah, There's a big one, new th- Pokemon Snap. Yeah, you know this is obviously like in the works for a long time, but also it's uh, been a hiatus for the series for a long time. Um, something that's really unique about Snap is it does a really good job at like purveying Pokemon in environments and stuff like that, and that was what was so charming about the first one. So with this one, it was pretty much just a lot of that, um, but obviously some more. Um, I reviewed this one. And did a written review. It was a brilliant time. A brilliant time. Great game to play. <laughs> I better say brilliant diamond. <laughs> no, no. Brilliant yep. time. Um, it was a lot of fun to play and mm. it didn't take up too much time. It was just chill and that was that was all it needed to be, yep. right? And I got free updates. I don't think I went back for. No, I haven't. Yeah, so like it's nice to see games get a bit more life a couple of months later, especially for free. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. 
Because it gives you a reason to go back, even though it obviously wasn't a big enough reason for us to, no. <laughs> us to go back. Uh, the only reason I haven't is because there's always new stuff to play, right? And like yeah. this year got pretty pretty nuts towards the end. Yeah, that's right. And like a free update that's going to be like, you can go on a new path in this route and take pictures of a couple new Pokemon is not, is not the equivalent of going back to like Final Fantasy where it's like yeah, yeah. you're finishing <laughs> a 10-year story. Like, you know, updates are very rarely sort of like on my yeah. to-do list. Um, I guess with a game like Pokemon Snap, though, like, that's exactly what you want for free. Yeah, extra, absolutely. Extra areas. Yeah, 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 100%. So. I'm just saying, like, in my own, I guess, schedule. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go back just for that. Mm. Um, I feel so, like I should. Now, now I, that I actually I remembered will, it. I will now that it's finished, right? That That's something that I will be like, all right, time to pick it up again. I'll do the free content that came out, right? Um, because then it's like, it's almost like an expansion to the game. Yeah. It's not just like, uh, here's an extra 10 minutes of fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Famicom Detective Club Duo, neither of us played this and neither of us really had that much of an interest, I don't think. Yeah, I, I would have been interested at the price and if I had mm. no games to play, but I, I had a lot to play. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm glad this came <laughs> over because this is like sort of... A, a really niche thing for the Western side too. Yeah, because we yeah. never got it. It's just one of those interesting things like, oh, as a Nintendo fan, that's cool to see get remade and brought over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we got Metopia there, which we didn't have too much of a we didn't have too much of a thought about, but Delfino Durians in the Discord definitely did and said that we should definitely give it a crack. <laughs> I'll be honest, she sold me on this. I was uh, in big W. I'm like, I saw it for fifty bucks. I'm like, Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm not I'm not even a physical collector, but there I am buying Metopia physically. <laughs> because of the conversation I had with Delfino um, a couple of days before. Yeah. And, you know, I um I never played it, but I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> I'm good at I'm good at buying things. You're but just I'm, not good at playing. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Delfino sold me Topia to Drury and um I didn't pick it up. I might one day. It, it, it looks fun, right? Uh, but I think I'm just past me's. <laughs> That's kind of like yeah, me. I'm past me's too. It's 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 like yeah, way in my past. I'm not even thinking about them anymore. So it doesn't really spring to mind. I'm like me, Topia. But um, yeah, anyway, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne HD Remaster. Obviously, this is a big pe- big one for people who um, are Shin Megami t- Tensei fans. There's obviously not a heap of those. Uh, especially in comparison to Persona. Most people are into Persona as opposed to Shin Megami Tensei. Yep. Um, which is ironic because Shin Megami Tensei is the father series. But um, obviously Nocturne is a big one for the series and it was hugely important. Um, I think it did okay, but it wasn't like... Every, everybody wasn't as hyped for it as uh, SMT5 at the end of the year because obviously we've been hearing about SMT5 for so long now it was yeah, a wonder ni- when it was going to fucking come out Nintendo pushed that pretty hard too because yeah. Shin Megami Tensei 5 just for, for those that don't remember that was like the first Switch game to be announced yeah, before yeah, we was. knew what the Switch was yeah it was yeah which was <laughs> it's been a long wait for, for the fans but that game it really does tickle my interest I'm like I want to play it SMT5 yeah yeah it looks good because I, prefer, I just want yeah I just want a nice meaty RPG on Switch and it's compared to Pokemon a lot where I'm like, cool. It's a lot more deeper and a lot more stuff going on. It's 100%. It is 100%. Like, Persona's the exact same thing. It's just mm-hmm. different settings, right? Like, yeah. that, that is what it is. Yeah. I know, like, uh, yeah, Meta and um, a couple of members in our Discord, like, were waiting for this game. Could not wait. Yeah, huge. Uh, they'll be they're wondering what they're going to do with uh, Shimigami Tensei Five coming out on the 12th, whereas Pokemon comes out the 19th. <laughs> it's like, oh no, got to divide my time up a little bit. 
<laughs> All right, let's try to push through some of these. Game, game Builder Garage, how much did you play? Uh, a little bit. I mucked around with it a little bit. I played about five to ten hours and made a level for my uh, level with my daughter and wrote a review on it. Uh, it's really nice, and some of the stuff that people make in Game Builder Garage is absolutely crazy. Yeah, that's where a lot so, of my um, <laughs> a lot of fun I had with the game is watching YouTube content on yeah. the game. Somebody built three full levels of Super Hot. Yeah. That is crazy to me. How? Anyway, yeah, it's crazy how much of a toolkit it actually is. I do hope that one day, maybe if they're making a game builder garage too, they give them a lot more tools to play with because you could do some crazy things with it, right? There's heaps you could do with game builder garage. People were making 3D games. People were making 2D games. People were just like, you know, having a lot of fun. And these tools work really well, like uh, Super Mario Maker 2's World Builder. Um, that was also fairly successful as well. Um, a lot of people just like having those tools. Uh, so, yeah. Um, obviously, we've, just, we've talked about Monster Hunter stories. We won't go too far back into that. Um, a big release this year was Skyward Sword HD. Um, this is a conversation we've had coming for a long time, and I still do want to have like a full discussion about it with Ash when he has the opportunity. Yeah, so friend Ash, he played through it for the first time Yeah, uh, with this re-release. We played it back in 2011 when it came out and we, yep. with our nice gold controllers, we yeah, were, yeah. were balling that holiday for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. We were hanging <laughs> from our chains like like friggin' little Wayne. <laughs> yeah, Golden we, Wii modes. <laughs> yeah, just numb around our neck just like having it as boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we will eventually have this full discussion on this game. Obviously, it, it's it's going to be a long time coming before it actually is ready. But um, I do want to have that Skyward Sword session. I did say that it was going to be like the last the last session where I'm going to be stupidly critical um, of a game in probably a negative way. Not that H, not that Skyward Sword HD isn't the best version because it definitely is. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, obviously I have my own hang-ups about Skyward Sword and it'd be good and interesting to see from us two who had played it in the past as compared to somebody who has only just played it now in the best possible conditions. Yeah, I guess uh, just as a bit of a a tease for that episode, had your opinion of the game changed with this re-release? Had it addressed any problems that you had or do you feel pretty similar to how you felt after yeah. finishing it in 2011. <laughs> no, look, it made it it made it the experience shorter, which inevitably made the experience a little bit better because the problem with Skyward Sword is it drags far too much in a very monotonous way, right? So because of the way uh, sort of like the quality of life changes and the option to not use motion controls and stuff like that and just use button controls, it just made the experience faster, which makes it a much tighter experience, which is what Skyward Sword needs to be for something that's so linear. Yeah. Right? Whereas the original was like 40 to 50 hours. You're just like, fuck's sake, this is going way too long. I finished it in like 28 to 30 this time around. I'm like, this is a much better experience, right? Does that mean I, it's fixed all my problems? Fuck no. No. <laughs> it still has its problems, but yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it was a big thing this year. And um, I think, yeah, I think it was a lot better. I'm just, I am nervous if someone's like, oh, look, I want to get in, I want to get into Zelda. I've got two choices on Switch. Obviously, oh, sorry, three choices. Breath of the Wild, Link's Awakening, and Skull Sword. I'll be like, oh, God, stay away from Skull Sword, at least for your first one. If, if, you, yeah. play, if, if you play a couple of Zelda games, you're like, oh, I really like this. I want to find out more about the lore. Mm. I'll say, yeah, 
Go and give Scald Sword a go. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, you know. It's not the game you start with. No, there's please, so ma- please there's, don't. There's so many better Zelda games out who, there. Who who knows? If I didn't pick up Twilight Princess and if if Scald Sword was my first uh, entry into the series, I wonder I wonder how much I would have become a Zelda fan. I'm not sure. Yeah. Twilight Princess was... Uh, I know that it's not... It's not even held that highly in regard to most Zelda games. Mm. But Twilight Princess really is like a different experience and like something I don't think you... And I mean, Skyward Sword's the same. It's also a very different experience. I just think the difference in experience between Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess, I think the different experience in Twilight Princess is way better than Skyward Swords. Yeah. And that's what it is. Uh, anyway, moving on. Pokemon Unite, obviously this was a big free-to-play free, uh, free release MOBA. Yeah. Um, as as the resident house resident um, MOBA <laughs> player here, uh, what was my outtake on the game? It's uh, yeah, it had a lot of problems at launch, which they're slowly rectifying, but it still isn't. Yeah, it, it's it's. I think you know, there's trying to be like a competitive community behind it and stuff like that. There's always balancing issues. There's forty dollar skins, forty dollar skins. Yeah, so. I a $40 fucking Santa Pikachu outfit. Are you serious? Uh, they are very serious. But, well, because I, I enjoyed this game. I never played a MOBA before. I jumped into it because of my fandom for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing an old game on my phone, just on the couch. I enjoyed picking it up on Switch and putting it on the TV. Yeah. And I was I was uh, actually grinding up um, Bulbasaur quite a bit. Really enjoyed playing as Bulbasaur and yeah. Venusaur. Yeah. And I was enjoying my time with it. And I, I'm like, all right, look. This was a, f- a fair while after launch, a few months after launch. I'm like, tell you what, a few problems are fixed. I'll put some money into it. I put 30 bucks into the game. I bought a battle pass because uh, the idea was to try and get this pretty cool looking Gengar skin like in the astronaut suit. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they, they got me. I'm like, cool. So I bought the battle pass. And then when I started actually like chipping away at experience for the battle pass, I'm like, this is going to take fucking fo- forever. Like, seriously, I put money into it. It should... Obviously, I don't want them to give it to me. I want to earn it. But to the point where it's like, it's going to be 100 hours of playing this game if I'm good. It has one of the worst battle passes. Yeah. And just like, you're just constantly fighting with the microtransactions. Because with my, <laughs> with Venusaur, I'm like, it'll be nice just to have a different skin because I'm using this character a lot. I want to stand out a little bit. You know, I would like to try and get a different skin. I go to the shop. I'm like, you want how much money or how much star bits or mm. uh, whatever the currency was? Yeah. I'm like, you see, I'm not paying that much, no. especially after putting like 30 bucks into it. I thought that, that that's a fine amount. So they, they lost me. Yeah. They lost me straight away. But the thing is, is like, is that that's a commonality between MOBAs. MOBAs do that. And like, you know, there's always a price attached to something or whatever. But Pokemon Unite is just blatant in how much it exploits the fact that its bl- its brand is extremely popular to sell things. It's like the, when the Ninetales, the Ninetales uh, skin came out, right? That was just an absolute shock to everybody that they could be that low. It's just like your trainer outfit's going to cost you $25. Your Ninetales outfit's going to cost you 40 It's a full-price game for a cosmetic. Yeah, because... Why I don't get it is like they can make so much money out of um, you know people that care about cosmetics. Just be like, oh look, this Venusaur's a f- swimwear or no, it was a tuxedo. Uh, so his tuxedo is ten bucks, and if you want a hat, that's that's three dollars. And then like you know, 
if you get what you want, you're content with your experience and how you look and how you put yourself out in the game, you know, they've made like 30 bucks out of you and you might want to do that for another Pokemon that you're grinding up and eventually they've got 100 bucks out of you for the year. But instead it's just like the, the sticker shock just turns you off straight away and I don't know why they do it because it's not a real good. It's easy to be like, you know, there might be uh, businesses out there that have to make a certain amount of money and so they make it 40 bucks or whatever the the asking price is but when it's just like stuff like this there's just no need it's just it's, it's, it's annoying because i i would have liked to keep playing if if pokemon were real if pokemon <laughs> were real and you went out into they are if you went out into the wild they you, are, you caught an alolan nine tails yes i would bet that you would be able to dress that alolan nine tails <laughs> for cheaper than you could buy a digital cosmetic for it yeah no joke you can go to spotlight how and just- fucking ridiculous <laughs> Jesus Christ, well, it's it's hard to believe, but Jesus, that's the way you've got to look at it, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus. Well, I'll tell you what, let's uh, let's put that to, that'll make a great YouTube video. So we'll get your dog Dutch over here. Like, can we dress Dutch up like a Nine Tails cheaper than buying the cosmetic in yeah. Pokemon Unite? Jesus Christ, that'll be a great video. That'd be we awesome. totally do that. <laughs> okay. What is Nine Tails skin, by the way? The Yukata one. All right, so we're going to like put snow, Dutch snow in one Yukata. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, we could easily do that. Even just a just go on Sheen or like fucking don't have to make it yeah no yeah you Surely. just go on Sheen or something like that man and just like get like a like a kimono or something and then just like literally it's like fifteen dollars and just put it around the dog <laughs> Jesus you better get like a specific German Shepherd costume as well probably shit yes you would for cheaper. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. I don't want to bitch anymore about microtransactions. No More Heroes 3. Neither of us played. I played I played the start of it. So okay. I played No More Heroes 3. I got a code from Nintendo. Um, it was Nintendo. It wasn't really on my radar. I hadn't had much experience with the other two games. So I just got back from my um, honeymoon at the time. So I downloaded it when we got back to Adelaide. And I put it on and I just knew... I didn't want to waste my time with it, to be honest. <laughs> okay, I know yeah, I know uh, Meta and a couple of people in the Discord community really liked it. it yeah. I know that a couple of other Nintendo podcast hosts really liked it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Donnie Reese talked about it quite a bit on Nintendo Shack. I respect that. I just, I didn't enjoy it much. Maybe I need to go back to it, give it a go. It's probably one of those but, things that improves as you go further yeah. on. And like, that's the thing is a lot of people, a lot of people had this argument about Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but that is one of my favorite games on the Switch and always will be. Um, I was a big fan of one. I was a big fan of X. I loved both those games, right? And then you got a lot of people that are just like, oh, two's not as good. But I disagree. I think like its combat system is some of the best in the series, whatever. But the argument about that game has always been if it takes way too long to get into a game and see exactly what makes it good, then why the fuck are you bothering? And you know what? I can't even disagree. But at the same time, like the opinions generally are, and I know this is not what you're saying about No More Heroes, sorry, but obviously mm. you don't have an opinion on the game because you're not willing to put in the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you can't be like, oh, this game's shit because you're not, you, yeah. you, you haven't experienced the same thing other people have done. I'm not even going to say that it's not worth like the, the listener's tag. time. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. it, it certainly... It, Just it, for you, it wasn't mm. at the time. Like that doesn't necessarily mean that you're talking about it as a generalization. Yeah, because personally for me, like... Um, when I was away, I was playing like a lot of indie titles. Just before I went away, there was a really awesome indie direct mm-hmm. and I just like loaded up on indie games on, on the way and I was just playing them. I was enjoying them a lot more than like a full price game. So yeah, yeah. exactly. That's where I was spending my time. 
Uh, Pokemon Evolutions, which is a web series, come out. I've watched a few of these, haven't watched all of them. They're pretty good, but they're also just another... Uh, what was it? Like the shorts. Like yeah, an- another short Six minutes, thing. yeah. Right. Cool, uh, but just turn it into an actual anime. Just stop giving us shorts. It's kind of boring. Just yeah. Like, it's just... Give us an actual anime series It's just a tease. Like, like you did with um, the fucking Pokemon... Um, Shit. The red and blue episodes. Oh, Pokemon Generations. Generations, yep. yeah. Do that, but with all all generations of Pokemon and turn it into one singular series, four episodes per region. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, give these animation studios some work. Yeah. You know, just give them some work. You've got the fucking money, Pokemon Company. Just do oh, it. It's been, it's been a tough year for Pokemon. Yeah, shut up. 2020 wasn't very good for Pokemon cards. and WarioWare, get it together. <laughs> WarioWare Get It Together was a great game. Yeah, so um, this was probably the most excited we were all year for like a, an announcement at E3. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, WarioWare's finally here. And we played it a fair bit, but we sort of dropped it pretty quick as well. Well, the thing is, is like, um, I, I recommend it as a WarioWare game. I think it is a fantastic WarioWare game and a cool way to experience WarioWare. Um, but as, and I reviewed this one too, um, but most most people are like, hey, how was WarioWare? I'm just like, great. But if you are getting only just getting into WarioWare, your first game should be Smooth Moves. Mm. If you have access to a Wii, definitely. And that's not that's not too hard. Right? No, that's, no. That's not too hard. It's not too hard to find a Wii. There's so many of them out there. But like, if you have the means, play Smooth Moves. And I've recommended this to every person ever since because it is the... WarioWare game that embodies the feeling of WarioWare the most because you are the most involved with the actual game. We have always played that game. We've always shot for high scores in that game. We've always been dickheads playing that game. That is what WarioWare is about. It's about being stupid. Like, the game treats itself stupid. So you have to be stupid with it. And that, that is what WarioWare Smooth Moves does so well. Does that mean Get It Together is a bad game? No, no, absolutely no, great not. Game. It's a really good game. And it actually has like the most progression systems in it um, than any WarioWare. Like you've got things to work on, which gives you motivation to go back and play it. But the problem is, is again, we, we are people who like to keep up with Nintendo these days and we do it for the podcast and stuff like that. There's way more things we could be playing other than just like constant worry we get it together. Does that mean that I won't ever crack it out crack it out again? <laughs> shit, no. I'll play the shit out of WarioWare over, over the years in any form, right? But right now, yeah, I'm, I don't have to play it right now, but I can definitely tell you that if you want to try WarioWare, and you don't have access to a Wii, this is probably one of the better ones to get into, yeah. I would say. Because it was really interesting how they really they really changed up the formula with different characters, how you actually choose your characters for your party. Or, you go into or do true random, which is really cool. Yeah. And so every character has their own ability, which makes some minigames a lot easier or a lot harder, depending on what's happening in the game. Yeah. You might really appreciate a constant jump, or you might really hate it because you just want the character just to... The sit still and yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> do what it's got to do, but yeah, just like even with that, there's so much balancing and sort of you can imagine the QA for this every single mini game, every single level, every single it has to character, work with every character. Yeah, they have to they their their QA for it was that they had to beat every mini game with every mm. character, and they did, and they made it in a way that it could be done. So even even if your character that you're currently in control of has like 
you've like you've got to go over to the other side of an area and like hide up on a thing or whatever and like it seems impossible with a character that can't move they figured out a way to do it and it retroactively changes as it's needed yeah so That's even really even just good. from that standpoint where it's just like they could have easily just made another warrior game which yeah. was just press a at this certain point or use the control stick to move a key to the lock but they didn't they did no. something completely different which i appreciate and nintendo actually queried about the price on this which was something that I don't think they've done. Yeah, they're like, oh, will you pay? Will you pay 50 bucks for this? Will well, you pay 60 bucks for I would, this? I would pay full price for a WarioWare game, but they actually did query. They're like, how much would you pay for a new WarioWare title? And I'm like, yeah, full price. But like, you know, they did actually bring down the price on it. They're like, here it is, 70 bucks, a little bit cheaper. I'm like, that's pretty fucking good for a game that has infinite replayability. Mm. That's really good. So I'm, I'm happy about it. WarioWare Get It Together was one of the better releases this year. Absolutely. Um, obviously, we've still got a few more games to go. Uh, Super, Monkey Ball, uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. I haven't played it, but I probably should. Waiting for a good sale for that That's one. right, that's, yeah. That's what Dewey's doing. Listen, Monkey Ball is, is, is a fun game to play. It just is. It's just one of those things. But it, it is also one of those things where it's like, I don't want to spend a shit ton of money on it. Mm. Oh, wait. Um, uh, I do want to say the next one but we'll wait we'll leave it to last we'll get through the we'll get through the one after it first and the one after it first okay so, uh, Mario Party Superstars um, everybody prefers this over uh, Super Mario Party without a, without a question of a doubt nostalgia wins the case I think for Mario Party in the Switch's generation yeah so I haven't played it yet I've um, heard only great things though. I'm hoping to get into it this holiday if, uh, you know, get some mates over or whatever, but yeah. I've just had no one to play with. Yeah. Honestly. I, I want to, but um, yeah, I don't have it. So, but this has been received far better than Super Mario Party was by far. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it has because the online play works. It actually, it actually functions as needed. It's had it good. at launch, not had it at launch. three years later. Not three years later. That's right. Um, and then obviously we got uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which was the most recent release. Um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. You finished now? Yeah. So I have not. When this game came out, I was still very much like, you know, not in the, not in the, not in the mood. mood for video games. Mm. Um, even Pokemon where it's like, you know, I think I, I think the first weekend or whatever, I got two badges or whatever and I just dropped it. And I was and like, yeah. Pokemon is one of those things where you'll keep playing till you finish usually. Yeah, yeah, because I really like Pokemon, obviously, and um, with with it being a remake, like a very true remake of games that came out in 2007 for us, mm-hmm. it's very much just like, yeah, I've done this before. It looks, it's got a different art style, which I both like and also actively don't like that much, mm-hmm. not because of its chibi sort of representation. I quite like that. It's just, I think um, I'd like to see it a bit more polished to be like, all right, this is worth the remake. Yeah. Um, but... Picking it up on the holidays, a bit more time, a bit less knackered, a bit more sort of uh, mentally um, over what happened a couple of months ago. I was ready to jump back into games and Shining Pearl was actually a great sort of kickoff again. Something familiar, something that I was really enjoying. Light. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, very light as well. So I was sitting down at my new desk at night. I was playing it on the monitor. I had uh, like like Pokemon Let's Plays and Pokemon videos playing on the second screen, just watching that, grinding and progressing through the game. And I was going to bed at like four or five o'clock in the morning. It was actually pretty bad, but I, I needed I needed that. I needed to get back into games. I needed that sort of kick back into, you know, just playing my Switch again, playing the Xbox again. And um, I'm glad that I did have Pokemon to do that again, mm-hmm. to get back into it. 
So, like, I really, really enjoyed Shiny Pearl, but it is just a, a remake of, of uh, you know, Diamond and Pearl if you've played it before. Um, you know, some people that are big Pokemon fans, I definitely recommend this. It's a, it's what you think it will be. It's what we thought it was going to be throughout the whole year. Yeah. Um, but I see, like, a lot of people sort of bashing it, being like, hey, this is, I'm sick of the Pokemon formula. It's like, well, fair enough, but this is, the, we've got Legends of Arceus coming out, which is your answer, hopefully, to them changing it up a lot. And this was, from the very start, you know, remaking something that was, you were tired of from, 15 years ago but yeah yeah i know i know you're never a big fan of diamond and pearl and you're sort of not really feeling it this no. holiday either no not really i'll get through it but like it, it's one of those things where it's like i have it because it's one of those games that are good for collection purposes when it comes to actual pokemon yeah yeah right we'll and never go down price never yeah. go down in price no that's right and it, it is just it is sort of is what it is i guess it's just yeah i will say just like the set of pokemon games they got on switch is actually kind of interesting where they're going so you got let's go pikachu let's go eevee that's maybe for someone who's really young or someone who's never played games before but they are interested in the pokemon universe yeah you can give it to them uh, give it to them it's super basic no hold items no abilities just go through the game enjoy yourself do whatever Pretty basic. Then you got this, which is the step up. So you got hold items and abilities back. You got uh, normal wild battles, no Pokemon Go mechanics. So it's sort of that next step. If they're a bit more familiar with games, they can play this. It is more of a traditional Pokemon game. Yeah. Then they can go to Sword and Shield, which is you know a little bit more open, a little bit more of a story. You got um, Dynamax and Gigantamax sort of in there. So a few more mechanics. Has good has good competitive. Yeah, great competitive. Um, you know, a bit more of a post game and stuff to do there. So that's the next step up. A step up. Then you got Legends Arceus coming out, which is you know, the verdict's out on that one. We obviously don't know at the start of this month, but I'm really looking forward to it. Hopefully, it will turn out to be something people will enjoy. I think it's just at the very basics, just me running around uh, completing the Pokedex, which ha- has like a lot of tasks to do for every single Pokemon. So you've got to like literally like stalk them and see them use uh, specific moves and like catch all the different genders and like actually put together the first Sinnoh Pokedex, which is pretty cool. So I'm going to enjoy that just from that that uh, standpoint there. But yeah, hmm. Chantel's nodding her head over there. being like, yes, yeah, it's very interesting. Very yeah. interesting, yeah. Yes. Chantel, are you looking forward to Legends of Arceus? Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. All right, uh, last one. The reason I left this till last, obviously, because it is undoubtedly without any question obviously the biggest release for Nintendo this year and that is Metroid Dread biggest release of this year definitely yeah. I mean especially looking at this list now it's uh, it definitely is yeah actually we missed Mario Golf we did miss Mario Golf but we're not going to talk about that so let's move on for a reason yeah well it, it look okay one sentence it was fine there was content updates but it, it was underwhelming. Okay. Yeah, it was lacking majorly. It was lacking. Yep. Um, now, Metroid Dread, um, one of the biggest games of the year uh, in general, let alone for biggest game for Nintendo in a year, probably going to be the best performing Metroid of all time at this at this stage. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, yeah. And it is 100% like... I, I played through this game. I've, I've always had a real bad problem with 2D Metroids. Huge problem. And that is that I would get lost. It would, they would feel a little bit clunky for me. Couldn't really sort of whatever. 
and it was tough for me to get through them. And in fact, to the point where I never did. I finished 3D Metroids, never finished a 2D Metroid. This one I finished, and I actually felt compelled to finish. It compelled to finish. It plays extremely well. Um, there is a lot of tricks and nuances. It, Samus moves really fluently. The fact that you have full 3D aiming movement as opposed to like a clock, yes. um, clock movement for your aiming and stuff like that. Just everything about this game is really smooth. Um, and honestly, when we're talking about games of the year, like actual full games and not just like, you know, talking about expansions for like Final Fantasy, <laughs> uh, this is probably my game of the year. Honestly, this was probably my game of the year. It is absolutely incredible. I can't wait to see when t- Nintendo puts out the quarterly report with this in it to see how many sales it made because most people that I've talked to have felt pretty pretty strongly about this game saying that it's very good. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, I quite enjoyed it as well. <laughs> I still haven't finished it. I dropped it the sort of the the weekend that I uh, that shit happened. So yeah, I, yeah, I dropped yeah. it there and I've sort of you know, haven't gotten back to it. I'm planning on getting back to it now that I've sort of kicked it back off with Pokemon. Yep. Um, I fin- I'm not too far away. I'm actually pretty close. But yeah, I found like a lot of the... A lot of the bosses are pretty challenging. It's not. It's not an they easy are, game, yeah. which no. is which is good. Yeah, I know. Like a lot of articles at the time were like, "Oh, this game's too hard." I'm like, "I'm just just <laughs> just get through it, man." Just <laughs> it's not that hard, Jesus. Like you know, once you learn the sort of uh, um, you know, the patterns of the bosses and that, it's not it's not too bad. There was the last one that I I versed. I was like, yeah. like I was at night time, and I was like, "You gotta be bloody kidding me!" Like I'm actually like actively. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. Th- I got to play this game on the dock because I might break my switch. I might, I'd rather break my pro controller than the switch. <laughs> See, I didn't have that problem. I felt, I felt like personally, I knew that it was my fault if I was fucking up and stuff like that. And obviously, oh I yeah, like, no, oh. I was, I was angry at myself. Don't yeah, get, don't yeah. get, I wrong about that. I, I think, but like, I would get to that point where I would actually feel more compelled to try and beat it. If that makes sense. Yeah, you're like, no, you're not beating me, game. And the thing is, yeah. is like. It, it, it is one of those things where it's like a boss can be beaten a million different ways and you can do them like, especially as you get more of your toolkit and stuff like that. Um, and like sometimes bosses are easier than what they seem and you've just actually been doing them the wrong way or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that that, that uh, last boss I was talking about, um, I, can't, I, I actually can't quite remember what it looked like, but I remember just <laughs> what it was doing. And I beat it in like a minute. I'm like, you'll be fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah, because you were doing it wrong and then you did it right. Like, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't doing it wrong, but I was just, it was hitting me too much and, you know, whatever. I wasn't dodging enough. But yeah. but like my idea was there. I just had to pull it off. And then it just happened like, I'm yeah. like, that took like 50 seconds. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I actually do want to, I do want to play this uh, game again real soon. Um, it, uh, I think my first playthrough was like something like eight hours. Mm. Yeah, something like that, and it was like forty percent finished. Yeah, like for completion aspect. Yeah, and I think I'm I'm similar to you. Like I've never been a massive Metroid fan. I, I like the characters in the universe mainly yeah, because too. of because of Smash Brothers. Uh, but you know, I hadn't played through. I don't think I've I've played them all, but I haven't like played and beat um, any of them yet. No, so I'm hoping yeah. they might dread my first when I actually get back to it. Yep. So, yeah. And it was the only game from Nintendo that's uh, was considered for a Game of the Year award as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which is like, it kind of sums up sort of maybe. Well. It, it, I think it sums up just Nintendo's release releases this year, but there's like, there was nothing massive, 
but Metroid is at the top of this year. But as far as like big games, um, you know, there wasn't like a whole lot. Pokemon was a remake and mm-hmm. Mario was a re-release at the start of the year. Yep. So Metroid actually is good because it had that time to shine because 2D and Metroid needs it because we want more of it. We don't want that to go away and typically... We just want more, more Metroid in general. Yeah, typically like, it hasn't had a you know great success. Metroid has a huge and varied universe that it could possibly expand on and like it already sort of has done done justice to like some things but there's always going to be more if if that makes sense it's it's just like Hunters Hunters was the first game uh, first Metroid game I'd actually truly completed it was like the game I won well like went and got the Omega Cannon and did all that stuff and like it was it was huge it was like a big thing and like despite that game being like repetitive and stuff like that um it, it was fun it was great and that compelled me to go back and try other metroid games and like that that was sort of what it was um but like now now that dread is sort of done and like you know it gives me a game to sort of run through and have fun um it'd be interesting to see what happens come um metroid prime 4 um, whether they're going to try and push it in the same way that they've done other Prime titles, but also maybe integrate multiplayer in some way. Because if there's one thing that is still really lacking from the library of Nintendo, it's a first-person shooter that uh, has online multiplayer. And I think we've been saying it for a while. That'll probably be Metroid if it ever does happen. Yeah, I know Like a lot of people listen to that, but like, oh, God, no, we don't want multiplayer right now you know, Metroid game, but Hunters was fun. It was, it was excellent. Would you like to see like different characters, like the Hunters return, like with different abilities? I think that'd be sweet. It would be like, you know, Trace can go invisible when he stands still and Samus has lock on missiles. Mm. Yeah. There was a lot of cool, a lot of cool concepts in Metroid. That was boring. I just played as Samus because I love the lock on missiles. (laughs) I loved it. I love I hate it when Jordan played Silox because he just freaking do the triple bomb thing constantly. Mm. You're like, just get away from me, please. <laughs> yeah, just literally run away from Silox. Get away. Trace was a lot of fun to play as well. Just yeah, going invisible when using the sniper laser beam or whatever the weapon was called. Oh, shit, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Sniping in that game was a lot of fun. Just going for the headshots. Like the little, like- little tiny Samus head, like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> I like playing Noxus because he was a Beyblade, Beyblade with, a, mm. with an axe. It's crazy. Yeah, just like the sound effects in that game too. Just like with the DS. Like, <laughs> it's fucking great. You hear it coming. Oh, God, no. But yeah, that was this year. That was this year. Yeah. So overall, what did you think of 2021 on Switch? That yeah, was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. It was yeah. all right. It was acceptable. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. It's better than 2020. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have like, obviously Animal Crossing was like massive mm. um, as far as like a release goes. But that was it. Yeah, that was pretty much I it. I mean, 2022, looking ahead, is going to be such a fucking big year. Yeah. It's going to be a huge year for Nintendo. Let alone, like, just Zelda, let alone anything else, right? Oh, I can't wait for Zelda. No, I can't wait for Zelda either. It's, it's, it's like on my schedule of things to lose myself in later on next year. I'm, yeah. pro- I'm probably going to... I'll probably, now that I've got paid time off, I'll probably take paid time off for that too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Abuse the system. Why not? What do you mean abuse the system? I don't do anything else with my life. <laughs> I don't. I don't go on extravagant holidays or anything like that. I just, yeah. Here I am. Yeah. So I I quite enjoyed um, 
2021, as far as releases go. Yeah. There wasn't anything which I was like desperate to get my hands on. Um, you know, I was looking forward to Pokemon coming out. I was looking forward to WarioWare. But there wasn't like the massive game like like next year where there's a few of them where I'm like, ooh. Yes, yeah, Splatoon 3. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Pokemon and Legends Arceus, like right at the start of the year. Some of the note as, as well for like last year as well, that like, you know, we got our first Nintendo Direct in a long time. Which was nice. And we actually got a couple of them. I think they were all good. I think the only the only disappointing moment for me in twenty twenty one was the reveal of like the Nintendo sixty four expansion pack yeah. add on price. Yeah. That was the that was the bit was sort of soured me. And at the time I was just like And they're not great ports either. Like uh, mm. then they're not they're, okay, they're not unacceptable, they're still playable, but they're not the best and that is not yeah, especially that's if, not good enough. Especially if you follow like the homebrew and emulator um, on PC sort of community, it's just like you know they're pointing out what they're doing and what they're doing wrong. You're like, surely, surely, surely they can they can fix that. But I think yeah, for, it was a year sort of just full of you know sort of bad news from Activision from Ubisoft. Oh, God, you know, don't even fuck, that's still ongoing. There's a lot of turmoil sort of just on the the business side of things from a lot of the big publishers, and I think. Uh, a lot of it too, and even like recently for me trying to get back into it was just like, you're sort of over it. You don't want to be giving money to some of these companies. Yep. And like for me personally, like with the recent sort of more information that came out of Activision, I'm like, oh, I'm not buying an Activision game. I'm not either. No. And uh, as far as like even Ubisoft, I, I, I was really interested in Riders Republic. It was on sale for like 40 bucks already. I'm like, no, I'm actually, no, nah, I'm not going to get it. Like with Ubisoft either, no. which uh, is kind of comes up in a bit of a dilemma for me because Ubisoft is the publisher for Mario Plus Rabbits 2 yeah. um, in 2022. Yeah, that's right. So like, will I be picking that up? I I probably... Depends. Yeah. I, Depends on whether things get changed and rectified before then. Yeah. And it's a hard thing because it is pretty much a Nintendo game, but it's not. Like it's disguised. Mm. And that's really uh, noticeable when Mario Plus Rabbits is like, 80% off on the eShop. You're like, oh yeah, this isn't a Nintendo game. It's Ubisoft. Yeah, and they can right. just slash the price on it. But yeah, I guess that was sort of my uh, my down downside to that. Well, which I think a lot of, was a lot of people's. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how about before we go into what we're what we're thinking about for 2022, uh, we talk about some some of these things that popped up in the Discord. Go for it, my man. Okay, so uh, Drew put out a little notice in the Discord saying we're going to be recording today uh, and that uh, if they had anything, if anybody had anything to ask or sort of just pop in whatsoever, they uh, could. So they uh, could. We got to, we got a few little responses here. So uh, I'll read them out and we'll sort of just address them real quick as we can and uh, sort of go through it. Uh, so the first one to reply was Metadox. He said, Woo, can't wait. I'd like to hear what you boys thought about the Game Awards, specifically It Takes Two winning Game of the Year, as well as thoughts on uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and how the Legends Arceus news we've gotten so far is shaping up. Um, Well, first off, I think Legends Arceus news, I think it all looks pretty good, and I think, Mm. like, Hisui and Voltorb is just... (laughs) awesome oh and and just yep. stuff like that like every every little bit of tidbit tidbit of news is nice and i think like the thing is with the game is that when it releases there probably is going to be problems i'm just expecting it at this point oh yeah well but 
the news is keeping me pretty happy and I'm actually probably a little bit more excited than I was for Sword and Shield when it comes to things like this because there isn't as much negative press out there just like right in the beginning. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was really hard to sort of balance your excitement with uh, your critical eye slash the community being uh, you know, in turmoil kind That's of right. with negativity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, I guess... BDSP we've already talked about, but Legends Arceus news, I think it's looking great. Yeah, what, I am too. you think so too? Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, what did you think about the Game Awards? So I didn't watch them. I uh, I caught up on YouTube. I listened to podcasts discussing it. Um, you know, for four hours full of ads, I wasn't going to waste my time. You know, yeah, cause, fair enough. Uh, it, it airs like 11 o'clock during the day. I was at work. not going to bother about it. I was listening to it throughout the day in my AirPods. Yeah. yeah that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't that interested necessarily because I didn't have a game or developer I was rooting for necessarily. Yeah. Like uh, in 2017, that was a lot of fun being like, come on, Breath of the Wild. We want you to win it because we love that game. We think you deserve it. Yeah. It was a comeback for Nintendo um, coming back from from irrelevant shit. Yeah. Yeah, Just uh, so that that year always stands out for me because we had like a, I guess a bit of a stake in it. Been like, come on, we want you to come back and, Whatever, but this year I didn't really enjoy any game to the point where I'm like, that needs to win. Yeah, maybe like Forza Horizon Five, which got looked over so much in the Game Awards and yeah, that's right, uh, stuff like that. But yeah, I didn't really worry too much. I think it's great that um, it uh, takes two one. Yeah, that it takes two one. I think I I didn't get around to playing that game because I've got no friends for co-op. Yeah, no offense, bro. I'm j- <laughs> <Would> you, <laughs> be, would to you be, play that with me? Listen, like I think it's great that if you buy one copy, you you instantly get a phantom copy to give to somebody else. And it's on, on Game Pass. We've got no excuse, really. That's right. But, but uh, like, right now, I don't really feel like playing a game about divorce with my best friend. That's not... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, too. Like, I could I could wrangle up Chantel, but it's kind of... The theme kind of neglects that pretty bit, mm-hmm. pretty big. Chantel, since you're right there, would you... And Bryce, put the microphone over for her. Would you play a co-op game with me about divorce... All right, well, there you go. See, that's why I haven't played it. That's why I haven't played it. <laughs> so I'm glad it won though because just like the Game Award tradition of, uh, what was his name again? Um, the developer. Oh, um, Jesus, can't remember. Yeah. I forgot his name. His name escapes me. But yeah, yeah, of him coming out. Yeah, just like, like yeah, coming out and being like the tradition and actually winning Game of the Year. Yeah, good and, on him. And amongst all those games, I think that was the most unique. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yep. So I think that was uh, yeah good for him. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I I feel I feel pretty much the same. Um, like game awards, apart from me rooting for Final Fantasy fourteen, which it did win both categories it was in. Uh, thank you uh, to everybody who <laughs> voted for, for the best game. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, I'm pretty much in the same spot. Like, good job to uh, the guys who worked on It Takes Two, and um, <laughs> oh, it annoys me so much. I forgot. There you go, use your hand. As a, yeah, no, okay, you'll hear it. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> he slapped my knee for a clap. Uh, so now uh, we've also got Jamie who popped in and uh, said, great to hear you're going to be back. I think everyone has missed the show. Smiley face, which... Uh, I've missed it anyway. I've, I think we've all missed it in some ways, right? Like even just us that make it. It's just one of those things we do miss. We miss it. We miss it. Um, but anyway, he said, just general thoughts about Nintendo's year. I believe we had quite a good year with some very solid titles. 2021 was very much a consolidation year. 
uh, by Nintendo with a lot of its library being filled up with a wide variety of titles, which um, we've talked about the titles uh, this episode. And uh, so you know our thoughts on all of them <laughs> that we played. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. Like it is a consolidation year. I do think it's a huge year for Metroid and a huge win for Metroid doing as well as it did. I think that's very important. Um, obviously, there's a lot of little titles in there that may not appeal to everybody, but like stuff like WarioWare definitely appealed to me and definitely appealed to Drew. Like it, it's it's some of those things that's like it's not Mario and it's not Zelda and it's not you know a Mario Kart or anything like that. But there was a lot of good stuff there that was basically just like mm. eye candy for people who are into the niche stuff of yeah. Nintendo. And I definitely do appreciate just like the spread of genres and diversity within like their games. Yep. Like this year they didn't rely on Mario, they didn't rely on Zelda, and they didn't even really rely on Pokemon. Like it is it was very much been like, all right, Metroid, WarioWare, mm-hmm. um, even Advance Wars before it got delayed into twenty twenty two. Like yeah. they were given highlight to, you know, their sort of handheld sort of side of like their series. Which is fantastic. So I do appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway, um Oh, sorry, Bryce. Just before we go, it was a uh, Hayes Light and Joseph Farris is, is the Joseph Farris. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. Anyway. Uh. So I guess that, I guess that kind of kind of sums up what we thought. But um. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens next year. Obviously, next year is going to be the huge kaboom. Yeah, it's going to be massive. So it's like even like the first game coming out. Like I'm not. We're not used to big releases in January, but we have got a Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is one of the more important Pokemon releases for like maybe the last like five years onwards. Like it's, it's going to be a big sort of change for the series and yep. see whether they stick to this. And you know, just, it's interesting to see Game Freak just try something new. So I'm just excited for that. Yeah. And like, you know, we've got uh, Splatoon 3 as well, which is going to be massive. It's going to be a huge game online, huge game for that community of people that play that. I'm looking forward to it a lot, getting into it, getting my, um, my, my ass handed to me, Splatoon. <laughs> yeah. Um, even like Kirby, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, that's going to be fun. Just a, a 3D platformer uh, with Kirby, which we haven't had before. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like, it looks like a lot of fun. I, I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be just a nice, easy game. I'm sure you'll enjoy it with your kids. And you got the Mario Bros. movie in December 21. Yeah. Yeah, see, even that. Like, I'm looking forward to that. Just, yeah. just curiosity being like, all right, how are they going to tackle this? How is Chris Pratt going to take on the role of Mario. I am so he's, keen for a trailer. He's so cool. He's so cool. Miyamoto loves him. I love him too, you know. And the last thing we got was a pop-in from Amelia, whom whom we said, uh, whom we talked about rather at the start of the episode, um, saying, I want to hear more about indie games. I have not played jack shit indie games this year. I played a lot. I've got to try and I know remember. you have. You always do. Yeah, I like, yeah, I prefer indie games to all the shit. Yeah, the, the which big is, publishers put out <laughs> most of the time, which is fair. Yeah, I only, I only get lost in a few big publisher titles, so I understand. Look, I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's just. I'm just angry at Activision. Are we all, mate? Are we fucking all? Anyway, um, like Boyfriend Dungeon was a lot of fun mm-hmm. when I was on honeymoon dating one of those boys. Mm. Boyfriend Dungeon. Uh, yeah, boyfriend dungeon. I um, I'm getting into Death's Door. I had a I had that on PC. Played that. Really enjoyed it. Uh, when it came to Switch, I bought that on Boxing Day. Um, so looking forward to getting into that one. Um, yeah, I'm, I should have really <coughs> brought up a list of. I don't have my Switch here either to look at. But we're we'll talking about indie games a lot more, sort of going forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we get some big releases, you be the indie consultant. Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> you, you're very <laughs> try and tune. keep try and keep up with them all. Holy shit! That's... You're very very in tune with your indies though, and like you 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 jump on Game Pass and play an indie and yeah. yeah oh, um, like you're good oh, like that. What was that? It's one of my game of the year. What was it called? It was on Xbox. Crap! What's it called? Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. I could, it's just escaped my my brain. Uh, I have to go to my Twitter. I posted about it. Ooh, a bit of game. Hey, Bryce, Bryce stole for me. I talk uh, about. It. How much could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck woodchuck <laughs> would? <laughs> how many? No, okay, I'll talk about it later. Anyway. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, we'll talk about that next episode. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So I, I suppose we'll just sort of um, just... What about... You looking forward to Zelda next year or what? Oh, shit, yes. I'm looking forward to Zelda next year. I don't think I need to talk about that anymore. <laughs> I uh, no seriously. Once we get some more news about Zelda, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my full gush about it. And um, there's gonna be obviously a shit ton of Zelda related shit next year, 100. percent Yep. Do you think it's coming next year? Will it get delayed? No, I don't think it'll get delayed. I think I think they've already delayed it. Most things have already been delayed. They've already had plans to, you know, put it out. And that's the reason they haven't given a date yet is because they'd already fucking delayed it. I'm and really excited to hear what the name is because the name's going to give away like the the main concept of the new gameplay mechanics in the game. Maybe. Well, th- no, that's why that that's why it doesn't have a name. They that's why they call it sequel to Breath of the Wild because the name's going to said that did they? Yeah, the name is going to give away like the main thing in the game. So if it's called like Legend of Zelda Link's Awesome Arm, it's like oh yeah, so <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's about that. Oh shit, that's a good one. I love it. Link's Awesome Arm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Well, anyway, uh, what's what's coming up for us next year? What do you think? Uh, this is this is a good question, Bryce, because I don't even know what's uh, what's coming next week, let yeah, alone next true. month. But I think okay, um, I think we want to keep flexing our creative muscles. Keep, yeah. Uh, keep going with this podcast. Keep making it good. Yep. Keep uh, keep entertaining, informing, joking. We have we have uh, had some discussions with some people as well to do some more collaborative effort type of types of stuff, um, and it's kind of quiet as of now because obviously the last few months we've been a little bit inactive while we've sort of had had things to sort of get in order. But by no by no means have those have those wheels stopped turning. They'll definitely keep turning. Um, and uh, we haven't talked much about it, but for those that do know about it, for whatever reason, (laughs) yeah, it's still happening. (laughs) So for whatever reason, for whatever, for whatever reason, why on earth do you know? Uh, well, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> have you been buddy listening in on me? But um, we we were hoping to get some things started uh, started before this next year sort of rung in. But obviously, yeah. we don't have to be so cagey about it. Basically, we want to we, we want to start up a bit of a, a podcast network to you know put all our stuff together, make it easy, collaborate with um, yeah, nothing too serious. Yeah, collaborate with friends and you know and be some able other to stuff as well. I be guess. able to um, you know keep doing it while I'm going through. Becoming a father, yeah, that's right. Or Bryce is, you know, he's already a father of two, finding it hard to balance make time. A, sometimes yeah, balance time, make a weekly or whatever commitment. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah, just yeah. going to make sure it keeps going. That's right. Yeah, and then um, other projects as well, whether it be regarding to, you know, videoing, sort of YouTube stuff or streaming or what have you. Like it, it's it's all sort of stuff that has been in in sort of like thoughts and works for a few months. 
but um, it's been quiet because we've stopped for a bit. Yeah, um, take a break. Yeah, that's on right. some other shit. That's right. And um, like we were hoping to get a bit of it started this year, um, but we haven't, and that's fine. We've just come to terms with that. We're just like, all right, it's definitely not happening. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But we're definitely going to work into it coming into next year because obviously this is when things do change a bit for sort of both of us, definitely, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, and, so in 2022, Bryce, what what do you want to accomplish or get into motion by the end of the year? Just, a, I guess it's a new, new year's resolutions almost. I guess community is all I really care about. And I think like that's, that was the thought process behind this stuff that we're currently talking about anyway, was that we were going to be sort of having a little bit of a community type thing where we sort of lift each other up and, you know, had, it just help one another. Yeah. And, and that's the most important thing, right? Is that we're not interested in having like, um, like a huge, making a huge deal about it and then being like, we have 500 million subscribers on our YouTube channel or anything well, like that's that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. That would be impressive. I would make a big deal about that. Honestly, I'll be probably like, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> but the point, <laughs> the point is, is like, we're not, we're not, we're not aiming for ridiculous goals or anything like that. We're kind of just like, we just want to make like a little, a little thing that we can sort of like refer to us as a group where we can sort of just chill, hang out to, uh, collaborate with each other and help each other where it's needed and sort of contribute where it matters most and sort of just, I guess like a support group in some, some sort of senses. But we'll have a little name for it. Support group. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now it just sound like we're an AA meeting. Yeah. Anyway. Ring us uh, on this number. You get to the, oh to the God, support no. group. But that's the goal, <laughs> I think, is like by the end of next year is to have something like that that's just nice and small and comfy and yeah. Comfy like the couch. Try and keep the podcast going at a consistent rate and see how we go. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that's up uh, sooner than later, but who knows? Our uh, schedule got thrown right off. It has, <laughs> but we'll we'll figure it out. Don't even fucking worry about it. Like, <laughs> no, no. We can't. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah, I'm worried about a couple of other things. There's, yeah, there's <laughs> way more things to be worried about before that. Jesus Christ. Mm. Anyway, I think that brings us to the end. That does. Everyone, thank you very much for joining us back at the house tomorrow for episode 212. Feel like to follow us on uh, social media and all that. Keep up with the show. Say, like, hey, where do those cheeky boys go? Um, I think the Discord is the best place for that. There's uh, an invite for that in the show notes. Go and mm-hmm. check that out. Join our Discord. Mm-hmm. Talk with us. Have some fun. I think, honestly, you know, posting on Twitter and all that, I'm just like, I'm over it. I don't care about it. I, I don't, never really cared about it before, but even just for the podcast, we don't get much traffic from Twitter or whatever. I hate doing it, so I haven't been doing it. No. But you can follow us. We uh, we do do some things online on Twitter. We talk at, through at, the account. At the House of Mario. You can just follow it just to make us feel good. We talk through the account. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I post stuff on Twitter, but yeah. it's what it is. It's a good place to interact with us. Yeah. It's what it is. Like, I, I'm just being honest here, everyone. That's, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not massive in the social media. Like, yeah, you know, you, go, you should post more. Should oh, Maybe some engagement with Instagram. Yeah, but no, I just don't care. No. It's no. okay. I've never been one to care about social media. If you... If you I I, uh, I spend a lot of time reading it more than I should. That's right. Maybe I should uh, do something else. Yeah, play a video game. (laughs) Oh, no, I can't do that. No. Shit. 
<laughs> I thought that'd work. Obviously not. Mm. Anyway, anyway, guys, uh, we'll uh, we'll see you later. Take it easy. The doors to house tomorrow are closed. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I forgot how it ended. To be honest. Yeah, to be honest, that's what it is. So yeah, we're back. In the oh, look at that. Oh, there's the door. Beautiful. What's, you what's just the next? listened oh. to the House of Mario, oh. a South Australian Nintendo podcast. Be sure to follow. Oh, this the is a podcast. Twitter, yeah, leave apparently. an Apple Podcasts review and join the Discord server to be a part of the community. A big thank you to these legends who support the show on Patreon at the producer level. Alex Harding, Sam Hay, and DJ. If you would also like your name in the credits, head over to patreon.com slash idruby and choose the tier that works for you. Until next time, we hope your day is 120 power star rated.